Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Today, I'm here with Ali Fleming of Harmony Glass. Hello, Ali. How are you today? Hello, Sandra. I'm absolutely fine. Thank you. And you featured your story in this year's edition of I Am A Woman Who. And I'd like to just chat with you, Ali, about your story because you've had a real roller coaster, both personally and in business. And I think the pivotal point probably for you was when you were asked to leave home at 16. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Looking back at 16, you think that you know so much and and that you can cope with everything that's being thrown at you. Obviously, it was a huge shock. I was given a bit of money in the bank and and just literally said, right, go out, you know, go out there into the world. I had a I was very, very lucky, had a good network of friends. And um, obviously, I stayed with with them initially. And it was a slow process of, of finding my feet. But really strengthening character strengthening I think when you look back yeah but a shock nevertheless I was going to say it probably teaches you resilience and all those skills probably that someone that's gone through the traditional route of going to sixth form university and all those things straight from from the home you probably didn't have that straight away but you did do a degree later on didn't you I did, yes, because I I, uh, became a single mum later on and of course I wanted to be the breadwinner And so I I took myself off to do evening classes, A-levels in a year, which was quite an accomplishment, a two-year course in a year of evening classes to enable me to go on to to do a degree. And and I was, yeah, I was late 30s when I went went and and did that. I think we share a lot of similarities there, Ali, you know, finding ourselves single mothers to two boys and then going off and getting that all-important degree to provide for them in later life. Yes. And you have two lovely boys, but obviously you've had some debilitating illnesses recently. And that started from giving birth to 10 pound boys was that yeah yeah did. yeah yeah I had a very um I, I was living in London at the time and I was actually assigned to a one of the top teaching uh, maternity hospitals in the country and uh, I was a breech birth and normal you would normally go straight for a cesarean and so of course they wanted to see that that alive birth but you can imagine carrying 10 pound and trudging around with that and actually I had his head right up underneath my breast bone so I could rest my cup of tea. But he was that long that his head and his toes were together. He was such a long baby. So yeah, yeah so that kind of started the problems with my, with my back. And afterwards yeah. carrying a 10 pound baby, you know how you carry one baby in one arm all the time so that you've got one arm free. So can you imagine that carrying that weight around as well, yeah, started um, started the spiralling uh, problems with my back, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. And let's move on into later life, because you did meet somebody new, and that really started another career change for you, and you became a registrar, was it? In, in Absolutely. The, tell us about that. Yeah, I met Paul in a lost and found um, advert in a local newspaper. It was meant to be. It was love at first sight. It was wonderful. And because it was second marriage for both of us, we decided to get married at a registrar. 
And it was the first experience for me in that. And uh, we got, got married at a local registrar office. And I just absolutely loved the job that the registrars did. I'd never seen them in action before. And it just really rested with me. And so that pinged my interest and then started looking for advertisements for any how to get into that route. And only a couple of months afterwards, there was an advert which I was successful for. And lo and behold, my interview was actually in the same marriage room as, as we Paul and I had got married. So it was, it was really bizarre, but meant to be. And it, it started off a wonderful career of 15 years in the registration service. Yeah. Wow, that's an amazing achievement. And I think you'd always wanted to get into sort of law and that side of things. And that was probably a routine in a different type of way uh, to doing something, you know, it, it, taking part in legal ceremonies. So tell us how you got into celebrancy, because that was the sort of next move, wasn't it? Yeah. After about 13 years of, of working at the registrar, my, my best friend who had been an, an early widow, lost her, her husband very early on, always said, when I find my man, Ali, you know, I really want you to, to marry us. And of course, yes. Yeah. And of course, that time came and she, and she fell in love with this lovely man. And they'd actually got the most beautiful garden in Leicestershire. And I know how much she loved her garden. And she they weren't the traditional type of people that could fit into a venue or or anything like that. And so we came up with the idea of having the actual ceremony in her garden. Because I was working in the registrar office, we managed to do the legal parts in the registrar office and I actually did that so she had my signature on her marriage certificate and then we worked for a year and wrote uh, a ceremony for them both and it was a Mad Hatter's Tea Party theme and they just had absolutely everything that they wanted and children from either side they were involved and she had the music she wanted and just it was just so personalised which was to the extreme of what registration was And it just, I came away from there so buzzing and that was a light bulb moment. And I thought, wow, I didn't even know that this could exist. And there was actually that in a celebrancy world. That's what uh, led me into that. So I looked into doing that and went off, covertly did the training necessary and then took the jump, took the jump for full-time employment with a lovely regular salary into self-employment for the very first time scary stuff and that entailed traveling all over the country doing doing yes. cele- celebrant you know celebrancy services and things like that but again your 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 back your spine and yeah. all those debilitating problems returned yeah and the traveling the standing you found and i hope you don't mind me saying this and it's imprint in the book ali that you know at 61 years old you're faced with another life-changing decision but most people would have just said right okay i'll take early retirement now i can't do my role anymore you know I'm, I'm verging on the, the sort of boundaries of disability but no during a pandemic you launch another business so tell us a little bit about your new venture well all my ceremonies are very personalized journey that I take with couples going on their lifetime ceremonies of marriage renewal of vows AB namings and they're they're all about trying to make as many memories in that ceremony as possible so I like to incorporate a lot of different rituals where members of the family or siblings or children of the relationship are able to come forward and and participate in in a in a ritual and I've always had ideas for different ways to do ceremonies and I came up with the idea of the glass about a couple of years ago and already started the ball rolling with finding a local glass blower 
got the idea in my head and uh, spent some time in designing some special pieces for Harmony Glass. I named it Harmony Glass. That was the name of, of the company moving forward. And of course, all the wedding bookings from last year with COVID just disappeared after kind of getting, you know, from under the duvet with shock about, you know, no money coming in the, the business or whatever. Then I, I looked at the positive and thought, well, actually, this is the time now where I need to be thinking about doing less ceremonies in, in the time to come because of my back and, and finding something else. And so Harmony Glass was launched, which, of course, still involves all the ceremonies and things. But moving forward, it won't involve me standing physically and and being fully hands-on in the ceremony itself. So I'm quite excited about what Harmony Glass can bring to couples and families. Yeah. And they're, they're wonderful pieces because I've been to the glass blowing studio and I've had a, a special piece made with my dad's ashes in it. And also I was sent a beautiful heart-shaped piece of glass as well. So it's really unusual and really unique. But what's next, Ali? What's on the horizon for, for you and a Harmony Glass? Well, I've been working because the the weddings still haven't been on on the um, cards. I've had to look at different niches of where I could put the glass into, and so the ashes seem to be to be a very fitting part for it. And so, moving into the ashes of of humans and also pets now is another area that I'm moving into because we know how much we all love our pets as our babies. And I've been in negotiation with one of the largest crematorium in the country, Memoria, who have 15 crematoriums across the UK. And we've just come into agreement now with a contract that they are actually going to put the Harmony Glass into all of their crematorium. So a huge leap. And uh, I'm really chuffed that on that side people will be able to have the the possibility of having this beautiful conversational pieces I call them because as you know you physically can see the ashes in the glass which I think is is very comforting for people that you can physically see that and also a thing of beauty that you've actually put your own personalized mark on so I'm really excited for the future but also which is brand new and I'm going to be uh, talking about this social media in the next few days Memoria and I have come together, and I'm just going to reach down because I know that you might not see this, but we have got Baker Bear. Now, Baker Bear is Memoria branded, but he has a very special pocket. And in this pocket will go a heart. And the heart will contain the ashes of a loved one. So everybody, it's just a different way. And he has a lovely little Velcro pocket there where people can take comfort then of of having their loved ones there in that pocket and 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 so this is going to be launched in mid-June and the sales for this will go directly through the Harmony Glass um, new commercial site which is up and coming soon so lots and lots of exciting things happening and I love him I think he's really gorgeous (laughs) <laughs> That's fantastic, Ali. And I mean, you've, you've definitely shown resilience through your journey. We haven't even touched upon your journey. And if people want to read, read about your story, they can do in your chapter in I Am A Woman Who 2021 edition. If you could leave our audience with an insight or a top tip, what would that be? Perseverance and resilience, like you say, are, are key things. But I often talk about and I have talked about gut feelings. And I still say to this day in business, your gut is like your second head, really. It really tells you whether you're going for the right direction or not. 
listen to those signs and just note uh, because I think they're important. I think they're important inner things that, that tell you that. And, and, you know, we can learn a lot about business moving on. But I think that particular thing is, is, a, is a, it kind of a spiritual guide, isn't it, to whether you're doing things in the right direction or not. So that's what I would recommend. Thank you, Ali. It's been great talking to you today. That's Ali Fleming from Harmony Glass. Thank you, Ali. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.